I'm putting on shit. I know my city's proud as hell. Pain in the scars. In the hood, we stayed dealing raw. Now I get paid with the bar. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your counselor, Polly Rob. Welcome to another episode of the Polly Rob Podcast. I appreciate y'all tuning in with me and always showing love. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I've been away for a while, and that's my apologies. I've been working extremely, extremely hard. Um, it's a lot of dope projects that I got in the works. You know, I'm in production, so it happens like that. So, I do apologize for not bringing another episode for like weeks, if not months, really. Um, but it's for a good cause because I got some really, really dope content and dope music. And, you know, we got our uh, our company, BTSN. Uh, that's going really, really well. Got some great updates for that. You guys will figure that out sooner or later. Um, you know, uh Yesterday was Juneteenth, you know, um, and to be honest with you, I don't know too much about Juneteenth. I know just like kind of like the surface level information about Juneteenth, but I know it's a very important holiday for a lot of people, you know, of course, my black people. Um, and everybody was out there celebrating, you know what I mean? A shout out to Lamert Park Village. They put on. Uh, exceptional, phenomenal um, event in Lamert Park. You know what I mean? Uh, it was called the uh, Grand Park Rising, and it was nothing but a bunch of stages, you know, performances, information, you know, people showing love. You know, I mean, I got there at the at the ass end of it, um, just because I was trying to get as much rest as possible. But anybody that was there, they know, like, that was the place to be, for sure. You know what I mean? It was a lot of vendors out there, a lot of black-owned businesses. Make sure you go support your black-owned business. Um, you know, and it was great. And I'm pretty sure all across the world, you know, everybody, all my black folks celebrate Juneteenth. So uh, keep celebrating it. It doesn't stop there. It does not stop there. Continue to celebrate Juneteenth throughout the year because we need black excellence. We need black empowerment. We need the black dollars to go through black companies, you know, and that's just what it is. You know what I mean? So if you're celebrating Juneteenth, and even my even my white folks, if y'all swear that y'all support black businesses, then start supporting them. No questions asked. Start supporting them. You know what I mean? Because, you know, the narrative is going to change, not just when our, you know, black folks get together, but when all other ethnic backgrounds come and support us as well. That's where, that's when the narrative really changes. You know what I mean? So, yeah, shout out to Juneteenth for sure. You know, that's always a great thing. Um, we got some, you know, Local astronauts, you know, we got some new EPs dropping. You know, if y'all haven't checked out uh, the TF uh, project, Scaleless Summer, if y'all haven't checked that out, y'all bugging. Y'all are bugging if you ain't check out that Scaleless Summer. You know what I'm saying? TF is an exceptional artist. You know what I mean? We work really hard on that project, so we want y'all to tune in. So if y'all haven't checked that Project out. It's on Spotify, iTunes, Title. It's everywhere. Make sure you go check that out. You know what I'm saying? And tune into the new EPs that we got coming up. Uh, next on our list, we got Planet Asia. You know what I'm saying? Planet Asia and local astronauts. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, those that listen to my podcast, y'all know who Planet Asia is. Legendary MC from uh, Fresno. Um, and we got a whole project with him which is phenomenal and then we also got another project with uh this artist named noah james uh noah james is phenomenal you know what i'm saying they call him king orca you know what i mean we got a phenomenal ep that we want to share with y'all 
that we're working on, you know, currently to get everything touched up and things like that. Um, we also got an EP with uh, one of my guys, uh, artists, uh, shout out to Sweets. Um, we got uh, his artist, Rose Gold Racks, you know what I mean? We got a whole EP with him, which is, I would say, like 70% done. We just got to finish up the rest of it. Uh, and that's going to be crazy, crazy, crazy. You know what I mean? And then also got my boy Lex Lou. Shout out to Lex Lou. Um, his Connected Project, he has a whole compilation called Connected 2. Um, I worked on Connected 1. I did about like eight records on Connected 1. And if I'm not mistaken, I think I got like six or seven records on Connected 2. And I will be mixing the master in the whole project. So, you know, we're working, man. You know, local astronauts, we out here working, doing what we're supposed to do, making things happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, so make sure you check out those EPs. And just naturally, just type in local astronauts, um, you know, on iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, and SoundCloud. Just type it in, and y'all see, like, all of the projects that we got going um, that we want to share with y'all. You know what I mean? Uh, that's my updates for that. You know what I mean? Make sure y'all like and subscribe uh, to my YouTube channel. Um, and y'all, y'all like and subscribe to the Polyrod Podcast because I'm going to start to continue to do my updates and, you know, drop these podcasts as much as I can. As much as I can because I want to share a lot of things with you guys that I feel like is important. I feel like y'all should know some of the stuff y'all should know about my life, some of the stuff y'all should know about you know, the things that I think about on the quest of, you know, being great and just doing, you know, what we're supposed to do and what we love, you know what I mean? And speaking of that, uh, just to be honest, it's, you know, like 5.37 in the morning right now. And, uh, you know, I'm up. Like, I'm not going to lie, I took an early nap. You know, and I got a couple phone calls of some people that wanted to work, but I was asleep. But I woke up around like 4.30 or so, and, you know, first thing I do, you know, you go use the bathroom, of course. That's usually how you, why you wake up in the middle of the night, because you got to use the bathroom, you know. And then went into my living room, and my kids was wide awake. They wide awake. It up. I'm like, yo, in my brain, I'm like, what are y'all doing up at 4.30 in the morning? But I didn't say nothing because I wanted to see what they was doing. They can tell me whatever, but I wanted to see what they was doing. And, you know, went to go get some water and they was like, dang, let me show you something. Let me show you something. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. So I'm looking and my oldest son, uh, Fats, he um, redesigned his wallpaper for his computer. He got he has a uh, he has a uh, a desktop PC gaming computer. You know, he got his desk, got his microphone, got a bunch of keyboards and mouses that fit the style of gaming he wants to do at the moment. Um, you know, and he got his wallpaper. He designed his whole wallpaper, uh, you know, just on some, on some cool shit. You know what I mean? And then he was like, okay, let me show you something else. So then he redesigned his YouTube. Uh, he dropped like two videos, you know, uh, a couple hours ago. And he was just doing all type of updates for his YouTube channel. You know what I mean? And this gaming and the things that he do. And then I looked at my youngest son, Zai and he started to modify his YouTube channel and start setting up his gaming, you know, skins and stuff like that. And they was excited. They were so excited. They did not go to sleep yet. Now, I know, you know, they're about to go to sleep in a second. And be knocked out for majority of the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, it happens. It happens. Uh, but I'm not going to say that I was, uh, I'm not going to say that I, I wanted them to stay up that late. Because, you know, kids got to get their rest. But at the same time, 
they kind of like operate like me. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. Like they're excited to work on something that's that they into, that they love. You know what I mean? And they stayed up and they took care of it and they got to it. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm definitely proud of that. I'm proud of the fact that they stayed up, you know, wanting to work on whatever it is they wanted to work on. And, you know, it's Father's Day today. And I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and just, you know, get back to doing the things that I love, which is podcasting and all the other good stuff. Of course, I'm going to cook today. You know what I mean? Um, and just make a great meal for me and my boys. I don't know how everybody else celebrate Father's Day. Of course, I, I respect that the, some of the fathers would want, you know, the kids, the kids to get picked up by their mom or, you know, by somebody so they can be alone and enjoy their Father's Day. But for me, it's like, it doesn't matter. Whether my kids is here or not, it's Father's Day. I'm a daddy for real. We finna enjoy, we finna eat good, we finna do all of that regardless. But being up this late and seeing my kids awake is what brought me to this topic that I want to talk about today. Um, and the topic is called Crushing Your Kids' Dreams by Crushing Yours. Let me say it again. Crush your kids' dreams by crushing yours. That's the topic I want to talk about today because, first off, you know, shout out to all the fathers out there um, that really hold it down. You know, there's this false narrative that a lot of black males don't take care of their kids, and that's just so not true. You know what I mean? There are there are a speckle of you know cats who haven't got it together yet. Um, but for the most part, I know I know tons of dads that handle their business on every level. You know what I mean? And at one point in time, I was a terrible father, which eventually made me become a great father. Because I knew what it felt like to to not have. And, and, you know, I explain this all the time, you know, when I talk about, you know, fatherhood or parenthood in general is, you know, for me, it's like it wasn't that I didn't want to be a father. It was just that, you know, I didn't have all the answers and no one was willing to show me and teach me the answers. Um, no matter how intelligent I was and. Um, how dedicated I wanted to be, it was like, you know, shit get hard. It get hard. Um, but when I started to learn the different elements of how I can apply myself to my kids to help them grow, that with a little bit of, you know, uh, energy and, 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 and faith in, in God, I was able to find my path of how I could best apply myself to my to my family and do what's needed to be done. But I'm saying all of that to say, you know, there's a lot of dads out here that really, really they have it together and they take care of what they gotta take care of. So first off, we gotta stop saying that there's no there's not a lot of black fathers, because it is. You know what I mean? And you know even all uh, different other races. Like there's a lot of fathers out there that's doing their shit, that's handling their business, and we need to celebrate them. And we need to celebrate them for a couple of reasons, but let me just point this point out. You know, usually when, you know, respectfully speaking, the mothers is going to hold it down. The moms is going to hold it down. They're going to they gonna be around the kid majority of the time, they're going to do the small things of what it takes to be able to take care of, you know, a lot of these children. Like, you know, even if a father's all the way there, 100 percent, there's still those small things that they don't. Sometimes they don't do as often as the mom, which we get that. But 
a lot of times our objective is not those small things. You know, our objective is to be able to, you know, shift the ideas and the narrative of where the family's going. Most of the time to create the narrative of where the family's going and where the kids are going. You know, like for me, I know my job is not only to financially support them and emotionally support them, but also help them understand the talents and the gifts that they have and what they can actually do with it. My job is to help them recognize their talents and their gifts and help them apply it to their life in the most positive way. That's my job. That's my job. So you'll see me doing a lot of, you know, a lot of motivation. You know, it's a lot of experiment in terms of letting your kids decide what they want to do and help them, you know, on every level, whether it's academics, you know, just uh, like my kids, they, they love music. So we explore that, you know, they enjoy sports for the most part. We explore that. They enjoy gaming. We explore that. They enjoy, they enjoy painting. We explore that. It's about me helping them explore all of these different elements that can possibly become who they are and what they represent in the near future or later future. That's my job. I take care of the big shit. I take care of the big shit that is going to matter tremendously when it's time for them to decide who they want to be. And the reason why we're talking about this is because like the things that you do in your life that they can watch, that they can see, a lot of those times it'll shape who they are. It will shape who they are and what they eventually do. Like people got to understand how important those things are. You know, let's just take, you know, the idea of, you know, everybody has heard this model. Everybody's heard this, uh, this saying, you know, you can be whatever you want to be, right? You can be whatever you want to be. And where, where did you hear this? You usually hear this like in school, you know, from your teacher, let's, let's say what, uh, second, third grade, when you're able to like fully comprehend what someone is saying, you know, that teacher tells you, you can be anything you want to be. She's right. He's right. Depending on who the teacher is, they're right. But, the problem with that is, is that from the moment they say it, for a lot of kids, there's no examples of how that can actually happen. And it's no disrespect to nobody, but let's just be real. There's not really too many examples after that statement, you can be anything you want to be. Okay, so when a kid thinks, okay, I want to be a fireman, the only examples that he might have is either looking up YouTube, watching a, a cartoon that has elements of being a fireman, a firefighter, or uh uh, the fire trucks driving through the neighborhood. Like they don't really get a good sense or good feel of that profession or that career, unless it's like a career day or something like that. Like you don't really get 
a lot of hands-on or just being able to visually see those experiences often. So, so what usually happens is, you know, it's usually the out of sight, out of mind type thing. A kid grows up wanting to be a fireman, but by the time he reaches a certain age, it's like, man, I, I haven't even been exposed too much to being a fireman so much. So, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and do something else. I'm going to just do something else. Or, you know, a kid saying that, you know, I want to be a, you know, a, a, a doctor or a policeman or whatever. But them not having the constant experience, you know, to be able to see what that profession is like. So they end up just doing something else. That's usually our problem, especially in, you know, our black communities, is that we don't like we don't give a chance to give our kids some of those uh, experiences, those constant experiences with something that they want to do. You know, people always ask, you know, they'd be like, uh, uh, why my kids, uh, they want to be a gamer or they, they want to play games all day. It's not just that they want to play games all day, but because the games help them experience different levels of what they can possibly become. I know that sounds extreme. Let me explain. The concept of catching bad guys, video games. The concept of being artistic or doing something creative, or building something creative. Video games, preferably Minecraft. If you look at Minecraft, Minecraft lets you build all these type of crazy buildings and portals and all that type of stuff. It's a video game to help you do that. Uh, sports. Elements of sports. Of course, you can go outside, but the video games help that narrative as well. You can go outside and go play basketball and play with your friends, but then the the immediate energy of knowing how it feels to win a championship can also come from video games while you're playing playoff mode or career mode in 2K. It gives you other elements. It's not just one-sided. If you want to play football, you can, of course, go outside and play football. But then the video games help you with another element of playing football. And then you get to watch football during football season every week. So that's why these kids be like, you know what? I want to be a football player. I want to be a basketball player. You know? Because there are other elements that help them shape the possible narrative of what can become. Why do you think in the city, you know, city kids, they don't think about being a farmer. They don't think about being no farmer because it's not no farming around. They don't identify with, be, with, with, with farming. They don't identify with that. So these things are important to understand when kids are trying to shape who they are and what they want to be. Now, I bring up that point of that motto, you can be whatever you want to be, because a lot of people forget that parents have a big, big part and whether that kid becomes who they want to become. And partially because that kid is watching that parent. A lot of the reasons why kids don't end up doing what they what their hearts desire when they were young 
is largely based on what their parents do or what they watch their parents do. For instance, you know, let's go back to it. Teacher says you can be whatever you want to be for three to four hours out of their day. Then the kid comes home and sees mom or dad. They just coming home from work. They tired. They go lay down and make dinner. They go lay down. And we do it all over again the next day. So now you're hearing this teacher tell you as a kid, you're in this teacher tell you, you can be whatever you want to be. And you're aspiring to be something great. But then when you go home, you're watching the most responsible person in your life, the, the most loving person in your life at this moment. You're watching them. Be sad and tired from coming from work. The the level of consistency, you know, discipline, responsibility, all of that type of stuff you see from your parents. But you see them being miserable. So what makes you want to have a career in anything if you see your parents looking all down, being all sad. Now, I get it. I'm a grown-up myself. I got responsibilities myself. But I wake up in the morning every single day with a smile on my face, happy. No matter how much work I do, I'm okay. I feel good. Now, some people may say because I get to do what I what I what I love to do every day. But, yeah, I work hard for that. I work hard to do what I want to do every day. I made the choice to chase my dreams. Some people have not made that choice. And even if you don't make that choice, you still got to find some type of way to be excited about your journey. You got to be somewhat excited about your journey of what you're doing because it reflects onto your kids. It reflects onto your kids. Your kids are watching you. You know that, right? You know that, right? They're watching you. They're not just watching how you speak or how you move or how you... They're watching how you become happy. They watch how you become sad. They watch you be tired. They watch you be angry. They watch you worry. They watch you complain. They watching you. You don't get that? You know they watching you when you say go clean the room or go clean uh, go clean your room. You know they looking at your room, right? You know that they're looking at the cleanliness of your room when they when you ask them to go clean your theirs. When you ask them to go clean theirs, they're looking at the clean cleanliness of your room. They watching you. When you when you tell them to go do the right thing, they're ear hustling your conversations to see if you decided to do the right thing. You know they watching you, right? So the same time when you say you can be whatever you want to be. You can chase your dreams and do whatever you want to do. You know that they're watching you not chase your dreams, right? <laughs> you know they're watching you, right? Those are the things you got to think about. 
You want your kids to be great, but you're unable to fathom to make greatness for yourself. You know, some some parents, they hit you with the do as I say, not as I do. Why would you say that? Why? Because you're unable to overcome the 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 elements that you need to overcome in order to be great. So you're asking your children to just do what you say, like doing what you say is the thing, the way to go instead of doing what you do. Either way, you have not positively put any good energy into doing what is necessary to be happy. Yeah, you're doing what you're doing to survive. But that's the only language that your children is going to respect. Because that's all you're doing. You're just doing shit to survive. You're not doing shit to possibly be in a position to where you can live how you want to live, live righteously, righteously as in whatever you feel like is the righteous way for you to be happy and live. That's what that is for you. Everybody got their different shit. But instead of you doing that, you're just doing what you're doing to survive. But you expect for your kids to listen to what you say do in terms of being great. How does that work out? As a grown-up, ask yourself, do you listen to bums? Do you listen to bums? If a bum walks by and tries to give you some information, do you listen to him? I don't think y'all listen to him. Y'all just be like, wow. What can you tell me? You're a bum. You made your decisions. You made your choices. And look where it got you. But it's the same thing for your children watching you. You're telling them what can happen, what you should do. But remember, the kids watch what you did with your life. Not the whole time, just up until what they could comprehend. But they see what you're doing with your life. Not exciting, is it? It's not exciting when you're the other side of that spectrum. The same way, like I said, you don't listen to a bum. But that's why your kids don't listen to you. Because you've made your choices. And it turned out how it turned out. So now your kids are not as enthusiastic to be great because you were not as enthusiastic to be great. You wasn't. So why should they be? I know you want to change the narrative, but that's not the way to go about doing it. I know know some people want to change the opportunities that they their family has or, you know, the generations, they want to change those type of things. But those are the people who muster up the courage to do what they feel like is right for them. And that's where it starts. It starts right there. Are you doing what you feel like is right for you? And the narrative of you being happy eventually, or are you just doing what you can? Because a lot of these kids, they watch their parents just do what they can. But it needs to be more than that. Parents need to start shaping what they do based on how they can live better. You know, whether it's getting more money, having good credit, you know, uh, keeping costs low, whatever that is. Yeah, go ahead and do that. But do that in light of I want to pursue my career in this or that. 
or be independent at this. Not just because you're just trying to survive for the next month. Because kids be watching that, man. They watch all of that type of stuff. And it's important to know as a parent that you inadvertently crush the dreams of your kids because you've crushed yours. Your kids have no aspiration to do anything great because you don't. You don't have no aspiration to chase none of your dreams. You keep saying, oh, because I ain't got enough money or it wasn't the right time or it wasn't perfect or I had a plan together. You say all of that stuff and your kids are watching you make excuses on why you have not tried to be great. They're watching that. You can even see in their behavior when they're on a mission, when they're on a mission to do something great, you you see it in the kid's behavior. The grades will get better, the discipline will be better. You can trust them with more responsibility. But when they don't have no aspirations to do nothing, then you start seeing them slacking off, slacking off in school. Slacking off and everything that they do. They just want to do the bare minimum. Anytime you see kids that just want to do the bare minimum, that means that they're not inspired. They're not inspired by anything. And it's your job as a parent to not just provide for the kid, but to inspire the kid. You should be inspiring the child. Not just showing them and guiding them and being a provider. You should be aspiring. You should be motivating the child to be great. But that just don't come with talking to them. You got to be great yourself. You got to be great yourself. I don't care if you work a regular job. I don't care. Be great at it. I don't care if you work 12 hours. Come home excited. This is one thing that, you know, out of, out of all the times, you know, I've been a co-parent. Um, you know, I, I told my son's mother this one thing. And, um, you know, first off, when I when I told her, and to be honest, I was in no position to even say it because I had my own demons and my own things to work on myself. But I had to tell her this, you know, out of respect and out of concern for my kids as well. You know, I told her, I told her one day, I was like, yo, I was like, uh, I was like, I, I know you'd be, you know, you'd be tired and stuff like that. I said, but you need to, you need to start learning how to, you know, pick up your energy and your, your pizzazz when you're around the children. Because the reason why they, they, they don't, they sometimes don't listen to you or sometimes they go off the deep end is because they're watching. Cause first off, let's just be honest out of both of, out of me and my son's mother, She's the more responsible. Let's get that out the way. She is the more responsible. You know? And I respect that. Because I know me, I do, I take chances on certain things. I might take a chance on trying to make a play here for the betterment of whatever I'm doing in my career. Or I might just say, okay, um, I'm not going to pay this bill this month, but in like in like a month and a half, I'm going to pay it up for four or five months. I take chances on stuff like that for my own reasons, but I do. So for me and her, she's the more responsible one, right? But I told her, I said, you got to watch how you, how you, how you operate in 
how your energy is around the kids because they are watching the most responsible person in their lives. They're watching them be sad every time they come home from work. They're watching that same person. Oh, my back hurt. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, I don't want to do nothing. They're watching this person live their life as if it's over. And they sad all the time. That's not motivation for a kid to want to be responsible. That's not motivation for a kid to want to chase their dreams. That's not motivation for a kid who even want to work on the smaller things that can help them with their dream. They're not going to want to work no regular job if they see you coming home from a regular job tired and sad all the time and complaining that somebody was at work doing yada, yada, yada. Man, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear none of that. They want they want to see that energy. Oh, fellas, I'm home. Kids, I'm home. How y'all feeling? Y'all good? How was school? Oh, okay. Did you think it's school? They want where that energy at? Why parents ain't never got that energy? And I get it. You working hard, you doing what you can, but so what? You got kids, and kids need to be inspired. So what you work 20 hours? Kids need to be inspired. So while you out there saying that you want your you want your kids to be the best at what they want to be the best at, you're not trying your best to be the best at what you're doing. You just surviving. You just surviving. You are crushing your kids' dreams by crushing your dreams. You messing up the play for your whole family. You messing it up. Always remember, the minute you start getting more motivation about yourself, it will reflect in your children. Anybody has seen my children, they already know. Massive inspiration. Massive energy. They into what they into, and they got good grades too. They take care of their business. Because they're motivated. You know why? Because they see daddy come from studio sessions every day. I'm excited to go. And I'm excited when I come back. No matter how tired I am. I'm excited to get up and work and do what I want to do. And do what I love to do. My kids have never... Never, ever seen me clock in to a regular job. I'm not shitting on it. Do your thing. Get your money. But prior to them being born, I worked constantly on my career to be the best that I can be. And when I did that, I had a smile on my face the whole damn time. I chased my dreams and was able, and through all the hardships and all the bad shit that had happened, I still had a smile on my face and I did it with the utmost energy. So not only were they born, they were born with the same energy, and I, I make sure that they see it constantly as me and my son's mother as we co-parent and raise our children. They know that energy is there. Respectfully speaking, my son's mother, she now has the right energy. She doing her thing. She got her company. Shout out to Bomb TNT. Cooking food, making good drinks. She working on that, making that happen. The energy has changed in her 
to where they see mommy doing what she do. Being inspiring. Chasing her dreams. That's important. That is important. I got people that I work with, that I rock with, that I care about. That this is all they do. They got kids too. But they chase their dreams. So it's going to make their kids chase their dreams. You know what I mean? It's important. I got fathers and I got mothers. They out there doing their thing. And they doing it with a with the utmost righteous energy. Because the kids, they're watching that. They see you every day. They deal with you every day. Why are you not inspiring them? Yes, you take care of them. Kudos to you. But why are you not inspiring these kids? Realize that you're crushing their dreams the minute you position yourself to not do the best things that you can do as a human being, you automatically set them up for the failure that you don't want. I'm going to say it again. As soon as you stop aspiring to do the great things in your life, you inadvertently set up the failure for your children. Because the kids, they don't care about what you say, per se. They don't care about you saying you can be anything you want to be or uh, or you can, you can do this if you're dedicated. If they don't see you dedicated, it's not going to translate properly. We got we to gotta get out of this whole concept of I want my kids to be better, but I'm unwilling to be better myself. Like, even for me, I can't, I can't expect for my kids to want to work out and stay slim if I'm not doing it. I'm a chubby guy, but I got to change that narrative because I don't want my kids to grow up all extra chubby. My personal reasons only, but if I want to see them fit, I got to get fit myself. I can't sit there and... and sit around and eat all day, but ask them to get in the gym? It don't work like that. It does not work like that. You got to be inspiring to them as well. That's important. And there is a small percentage of kids that end up making it and doing great things regardless of the inspiration and motivation from their parents. But they don't have to live like that. Those parents chose to not be motivation for the kid. And the kid ended up getting it somewhere else. They ended up getting it from the uncle, getting it from the auntie, getting it from other friends, getting it from seeing TV. Why do you think TV be so important to these kids? Is because if parents and family at home that are uninspiring. The reason why TV is a focal point in a lot of kids' growth is because their families be uninspiring. They're uninspiring, I'm telling you. I've been a part of that. Everybody that came home from work is all tired or bummed out and look like the world is over. So, yes, I watch He-Man and G.I. Joe because they, they're they energetic about overcoming something hard. So, yeah, I'm inspired by that. I'm not inspired by my parents. That's how it feels for a lot of these kids. So you have to find a way to inspire your kids because if you if you crush your dreams nine times out of ten, your kids are not going to chase theirs. 
Let's just be honest. It's Father's Day. Let's be honest. If you're not chasing your dream, and, and you don't, and keep in mind, you don't have to, like if you're an artist and you're an artist or whatnot, but you have kids, you don't necessarily have to drop everything and say, I'm going to go be a singer or try to get on the radio and, you know, do all that. No, you ain't got to do that. But you do have to continue to practice, continue to do music, even if it's as a hobby. Continue to do it because then you're showing your kids that I'm doing what I love. I'm doing what makes me happy. And you should do the same thing, too, if that's what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? For example, my guy, uh, my, my guy, uh, 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 D Smoke, D Smoke, Sir Davion, you know what I mean? The whole Ferris family. Those dudes are super talented. But go look at their mama and their daddy. They super talented too. And their mom was a singer and she sung all around the world. She chased her dreams. So now D smoke nominated for a Grammy, sir, super Supreme illest singer and producer and songwriter working with Jill Scott, working with Anderson Park, working with everybody, got his own album out fire on TDE doing his thing. And Davion is on his way up doing his thing, singing on BT, singing at Juneteenth events on everybody album. You know why? It's because they watch their parents do their thing, chase their dreams. And now they're inspired to chase their own. That's important. Last thing I want to I want to talk about before I get up out of here, because you know my my day is about to start. I'm gonna cook me some breakfast. Cook, cook me and my boys some breakfast, and then I'm gonna cook some dinner. And I might have a couple of people over, but that nah, remains to be seen. What is the last thing I want to talk about before I get up out of here? And this is one thing where I you know, you know. Parents might get mad at me, but I don't care. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say I'm going to be honest. I need for parents to stop it with this fake sacrificing. Let me explain what the fake sacrifice is. When parents tell kids, I stopped chasing my dream because I had you. So I had to take care of you. So I had to put my dreams aside so I could take care of you. Hey, man. Stop that. Stop that madness for sure. I don't want to hear none of that. You didn't stop your dreams because you got pregnant and you had to take care. No, stop. Shut up. If you was dope enough, you would have did both. It's not that kid's fault that you didn't chase your dreams. You should have got it together before you had kids, or you should have still kept it popping when you had kids. Stop with that fake sacrificing, me. Because, and let me tell you why. A kid don't need to hear that. They don't care. They own this earth now. They don't care that you stop chasing your dreams because you had them. They want to chase theirs. What you going to do? What you going to tell them? You're going to say, uh, oh, uh, I mean, I stopped chasing my dreams because I had you. So I want you to chase your dreams. But if you have a kid, then you should stop yours to take care of that kid. Is, is that what you want to say? Is that your narrative? Or are you going to tell them? Take care of your responsibilities, but still chase your dreams. 
We can multitask everything else except for when it comes to chasing our dreams. Why is it we have to choose between chasing our dreams or not doing it, but everything else we multitask? We multitask dating. We multitask chores. We multitask between homework and work. We multitask all day at work. We multitask when we got kids over, running around. But all of a sudden, when it comes to multitasking, chasing your dreams and taking care of your responsibilities, you can only do one. Why is that? Stop with all that fake sacrificing. Because you, you, you do it for sympathy. And we're not giving you that. The Lord is not giving you no sympathy because you chose just to take care of your responsibilities. He wanted you to use his gifts. God wanted you to use his gifts that he gave you. You should have used them. And you should still use them. Right now, if you're listening to this podcast and you feel like you're the person who didn't chase your dreams because you have responsibilities, you should do this. You should go chase your dreams and take care of responsibilities. Do both. It's going to be harder for you, but so what? Life is hard. Life is hard. But if you're doing what you love, it becomes a little bit easier. So stop with all that fake sacrifice. Because if you're about being great and you're about your family and your kids being great, then you should tell them what the obstacle really is. The obstacle is with yourself. It's not with no nothing else. It's with yourself. You're going to crush your kids' dreams if you crush yours. I'm telling you. We see it all the time. We see it all the time in these families. And what we need right now, we need more dreams. We need a lot more dreams. We need a lot more inspired people. We need a lot more inspired kids. We need a lot more inspired everything. That's the only way we're going to make it out of this, whatever we in. If something does not make you happy, don't do it. There are things that you got to do to get on the road to your happiness. But recognize the difference between the two and go for it. Go for it. Because your kids are watching you. They're watching you right now, even when you don't know it. They're watching you. And they're, they're asking themselves, why didn't my daddy, why didn't my mommy chase her dreams and do what she wanted to do. And sometimes that's going to be the information that helps or hurts them when they make the decision on trying to be great. That's all I got to say to for today, y'all. You know what I mean? Thank you for tuning in to my podcast. I just want to share that with y'all. I really feel like, you know, Chasing your dreams is an important thing and especially important when you have children. You know what I mean? So do your thing. Get out there. Go for it. You know what I mean? Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. You know what I mean? That really hold it down. Yo, please show love to the fathers because there's a narrative out there that they trying to they trying to slander us. We really got good fathers out here. Let's not focus on the bad ones. Please just focus on the good ones, okay? Let's do that, all right? And I'm going to see y'all, and y'all tap in with me. I got more podcasts coming. You know, I'm going to be inspired by y'all, and I'm inspired by my kids, too. You know what I mean? So we're going to go out here, and we're going to turn this world over. It's more episodes coming from Two Superheroes and One King, you know what I mean, on my YouTube channel. And we finna just get to it, alright? I appreciate y'all. 
Happy Father's Day. Happy Juneteenth. And spread love and work well.